0: Hi, Susan here, and welcome again to um, the next episode of our podcast, the Online Entrepreneur Academy. Now, I'm running a series of solo podcasts um, without guests, just to go back to some some basics. And now our guests give lots of insight and in-depth information about their area of expertise. But I do want to focus on some of the the uh, ground level basics that we all would have been grateful for, um, grateful to know about at the beginning of our journey. So today is about network marketing. So network marketing, it's an amazing business to be in, and it's one of uh, it's a huge, huge industry. But you can hear the butt in the voice. My my only butt is that so many people enter network marketing business without realizing what it involves. Now, I think most of us these days know that there is no quick buck. Nobody makes money overnight. However, in the fullness of time, you can be in that position, absolutely. But it's not join today, make a fortune tomorrow. And yeah, I think um, while it's generally recognised that's not the case, still some companies are sort of promoting this is easy, um, and certainly the system and processes are easy. But it's not easy to get to that level quickly. It takes time and consistency. So you may already be in a network marketing business, or you may be thinking about joining it. What is network marketing? It is what it says in the name. it's, It's networking. So. My first bit of advice is to if you are thinking of joining a network marketing company, what are the advantages? The advantage is your time is your own. You should have a supportive, good team around you. And we'll come back to that in a moment. And it can be a part time and it can indeed be a full time job. But you're only paid when you get the results. Now, the first point I would say for everyone is often you're approached by a friend or someone you've met online who says, I've got this great business. Now, it might be great for them, and it may be fantastic for you. But for example, if you're in healthcare or skincare, if that person is in those industries and it's not your passion, I would not go for it at all. Now, I have a network marketing stream, and mine is more is practical in helping people save money. So, I'm very passionate as I'm sure we all are about helping people, but the particular way I help is to help people save money on their household bills. Now, if someone approaches you and said, I've got this wonderful business with luxury candles, if candles in that area is not for you, don't join. Likewise, you know, years ago, someone said to me, join my company, we sell makeup. Yes, I use makeup, but I'm not passionate about it. I'm not that interested in it. I'll go and ask the expert, what do I need for eyeshadow or mascara or whatever but it's not a passion of mine so that's not a good area for me to be in whereas someone who's perhaps I'm passionate about um, interior design and how a room looks candles might be an obvious choice so the first first thing I'd say is choose something. And there are lots of network marketing companies out there. Before you go any further, choose something that is aligned with your passion and your genuine interest. You do not want to learn to be passionate about something, if that makes sense. So for example, if you love books, go and find a network marketing company with a good reputation that has books. There's a lot of, um, I understand, because one of my friends works with um, children's books. So she's she's got a young family. She's passionate about um, interesting books and reading. So it's very natural for her to recommend because network marketing is recommending with heart and with honesty. And a good network marketer will say to you, actually, I don't think this is something I can help you with. Now, the customer may want to come back and say, yes, actually, I want it. But it's not the network marketer chasing people. So an example of the um, perhaps the parent who has a, a book, network marketing or affiliate program, they will naturally be talking to parents with young children. They'll be recommending it. And they can say with all integrity and honesty, my kids, so as you can see, are young. They're playing over there. Um, I found some great books here. I'd like to recommend them to you. And then the conversation starts there. And that's not an example of how to start a conversation. It's just what I'm trying to say is it's a natural place to be. Okay, so choose something you're passionate about. The next one is if you've already been, if you're already in a network marketing business or you're going to add another one or if you're thinking of starting new um, as, as the first time, excuse me, what you will find is probably someone has already approached you. Now, remember, when you join a network marketing company, you'll be um, joining a bigger club, let's say, but the person who introduced you is likely, not always, but likely to be your first point of contact. And if you do well, if you carry on with this, you'll be spending, whether virtually or in person, you will be spending time with them. So again, it's important to make sure that you're aligned. Now, maybe it's geography, maybe the time zones don't work. That's happened to people I know. that. The person who introduced them to the company is in Australia, and they're in the UK. So the time is very difficult. Or maybe that person is not someone that you would naturally spend time socially with. You've got different interests. So do think about the person who is um, your introducer, your upline, as, you, as termed in the industry. Is that someone that you that you both would like to spend time with? Because you will be contacting each other, whether it's by email, whether it's by messenger, you will be in contact with them. Now, of course, you can join the company and get the information direct from the company. But really half the fun of being in network marketing is the team. So don't be afraid to say, no, I love the product, but, you know, time considerations, time zones, or we've got totally different interests. I think I'm going to to go through someone else. It's your business. And this is an important thing to remember from the beginning and I have been involved with businesses in the past where the products have been, you know, I'm okay with them, but I haven't been totally passionate. So it didn't go very far. And then sometimes you will join a company um, because you don't have, only have to have one income stream with network marketing. And you think, oh, I wish I'd join with someone else because, you know, we, we're not on the same page. We do things slightly differently and it's a little bit awkward. So be what I'm, my message is be very, very selective because it's your business. And if you're going to go in for it into and put your heart and soul in it, whether you're working five hours a week or uh, uh, more, you are, you know, you're working with that business. So you wouldn't go and um, imagine in the high street, got four or five shops, you're selling the same things, food shops. We all have our favorite supermarket. And sometimes we go to another one and think, oh no, I wish I'd gone to my favorite, et cetera. So it's, it's think of it a bit like that. If you're going to spend a lot of time, on the business, and you will spend hours on it, as I say, whether you it's full or part-time. And most, to be honest, most people start with it part-time as the as is commonly termed the side hustle. Okay, so we've talked about the type of business and your upline. Now, joining advice. It's a common mistake that people think they have to buy like this big starter pack and have to spend a few hundred pounds. I personally would not touch any network marketing company that was sort of insisting I had to spend a lot of money Now, if you have a minimum spend each month, it's going to be pretty hard work to um, cover those costs. Now, um, the rules and regulations and network marketing is very tightly controlled. Um, The rules and regulations frequently change. So do check because there are a lot of helpful things for you, the representative, that people don't necessarily know about or not shared. So um, I said to one of my colleagues when she asked me to join um, a very good company, which she's part of, and she said, you can buy the starter pack. And I said, well, you know, I'm not sure yet whether this is the business for me. I I really am not sure. So I'm not going to spend a few hundred pounds on product to try it out when I'm not sure if I'm going to go any further. So it is good to be recommending products that you've used. And I think that is the ethical way to do it but you can't possibly, say you're in a skincare company, you can't possibly try all of their lipstick shades or all of their skin creams. It's just not possible. So um, I suppose it's possible actually, but it's not sensible. So I think, not I think, it's absolutely definitely important to be a user of the product. You don't want to be someone who's recommending something that you don't use yourself, but there's no need at all to buy a load of stock and uh, to um, use the whole range yourself. So let's take protein shakes. If you're using a protein shake, you like it and you'd like to be um, involved in the company, you're not going to be using all the different flavors. I mean, protein shakes. I love the vanilla one. I can't stand chocolate protein shakes. So I would never be um, promoting chocolate as as my favorite. I would be saying I love the vanilla taste. They're good quality. And this is another flavor. So I'm not going to, But my point is, I'm not going to buy the chocolate flavored milkshake because I just do not, sorry, protein shake. I just do not like it at all. It's not my taste. Yes, I eat chocolate, but chocolate flavors in yeah, don't do it for me. So the simple point is here, there's no need to buy every single product, far from it. Absolutely be a use of the product that you're recommending, but you don't have to have the whole range. And indeed, I'd go as far as to say that you shouldn't So that hopefully will be helpful advice for you. Um, Who does it suit? Well, network marketing suits anyone um, who would like to have an extra income stream. Perhaps if you're a stay-at-home parent, you've got a full-time job in the house with the family, um, organizing all that, so you can add on an extra income stream. Or you've got a job that takes you away um, working every day, maybe nine to five, but you need a little bit of extra income. Perhaps you can... um, start to build this network marketing business maybe you've got a long train journey on the way home so you can use that time um, maybe you just want to work towards being independent of your day job cut back your hours etc there's there's no um one rule about who it suits but it's more is it something you're passionate about are there a people and team that you can work with um i say a team you don't have to be a you know, in this big team rah-rah meeting at all situation, but you will be in touch with people. um, So, it's good to be working with people that are are like-minded, similar interests. Okay. um, Now, the one big thing about network marketing, and it is changing, thank goodness, but one very important thing to remember is that Most network marketing companies will encourage you to use their brand name. So let's say it's Blankety Blank Candles. Obviously, it doesn't exist, but it's Blankety Blank Candles. You are not going to put Blankety Blank Candles on your social media or anything like that. You are going to be talking about the delights of having candles, dressing a table, the aromas, etc. But never, ever start splashing all over your social media, whether you've got one platform or three or four, the name of the company. Why? And some people think, oh, Susan, I'm very proud. Yes, you're very proud to be working with that company, but If I put blankety blank candles, people might come to my profile and I'll say again, this is just a made up name and they'll see blankety blank candles and they will search, you know, it's natural to do some research. I'm interested in candles. They put that into Google search. They get into the website. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I like that. They save it. They come back to it. And without realizing, because then they've gone to another friend's social media page another friends, they've forgotten the originator. So it's really important when you talk about in this example, perhaps you've got a picture of a table. You've got the candles on. Say, yesterday evening, I had a dinner party for family and friends, or family. It was it was incredible, and the candles were a luxurious but a highly justified part. The table looks so well, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, message me if you'd like to know more about these amazing candles. Or it might be you're opening a, a box. <laughs> excuse me, a delivery's just arrived. Say, so excited to get my next um, aromatic candles. Um, oh, this is this is a strawberry fields candle. It's absolutely beautiful. And you will, mm-hmm. <laughs> I beg your pardon. Um, and you will say, message me. Now, when someone's messaged you, then you can give them more details. But if you put the name of the company on your social media, you're going to lose people and i've heard people say to me oh but that never happens uh hello um seriously if someone goes direct to, to a website we're not going to know about it and I, I do share this with you because i made this mistake in the beginning i even gave a good friend a free sample and my fault completely she didn't want to bother me so she went and ordered from the website I thought, oh, Susan, what have you done? So having got her the sample and she used it, she delighted. She came back to me. Oh, that was really great. I love the shampoo. I was working with um, healthcare then. She said, I love the shampoo. I've ordered some. I've ordered some. How did you order some? And again, she got as I say, she'd gone direct. My fault completely, not hers. She thought she was doing me a favor, not troubling me. So do make sure that you um, don't put the company name on the page, Okay. So those are the basics about network marketing. It's an awesome business to be in and an awful, awesome, an awfully good way to create an extra income. But you do need to think about the product and the service and how you're going to run it. So there we are. That's the end of this episode. I've got some ideas down in the show notes. Do have a look and uh, check the links below. And if you'd like to know more about how to start this sort of business, do let me know. So do make sure you look in the show notes and you'll see my group if you haven't yet joined the Online Entrepreneur Academy. Lots of free advice and help in there and also some other links and advice and articles that will help you. So thank you very much for joining me today on the podcast. I hope this has been very helpful if you're thinking of going to network marketing or indeed adding another network marketing stream in, in which case you'll have some idea of of what it's all about. But there's some things to consider because a lot of people say it's not till i get to my third or fourth network marketing company that i realize i've got the right product the right service the right group of people and this is this is me this is really for me and don't let anyone tell you that it's a bad thing to do sometimes network marketing gets a bad name because people have got messages from friends and you know they've been bothered that's not the right way to do it you can reach out to help for help from us we can def- whatever company you're with absolutely definitely help you do your network marketing business in a non-spammy way in a positive environment really helping people now also if you're in the UK and you're thinking about starting another network marketing stream or a side business and an extra bit of income I am still involved with network marketing and I love the company I'm with so if you would like more information about where I am working and who I represent do again drop me a note be happy to have a chat with you and we can mutually see if it's something that would excite and interest you okay so before my cat jumps on the keyboard if you're watching the video you can see a shadow walking across the background and again you know don't and i say this because nothing has to be perfect when you're working you will you know a lot of people hesitate to think i don't know how to post i don't know how to do this and how to do that If you're starting a new business and if it's network marketing, you will get lots of help and support and we can certainly help you. So cats wandering around the background, the odd noise from the road or someone upstairs in your house when you're making a post, perhaps doing a live video, doesn't matter. The fact that you love what you do, you love the products and the service that you offer is the most important thing enjoy the rest of your day. If you've liked this episode, do listen to some of the others. And we've got some awesome guests on, as I say, as well. So look at the, the back episodes the first time you've visited us. And if you do um, enjoy the Online Entrepreneur Academy podcast, I'd really appreciate you dropping a review for us. Thank you very much. Have a lovely time. Don't forget to look in the show notes. Bye for now.